Good morning, class. <laughs> Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and welcome to Faith School. Faith School is the place where our spirit gets fed and nourished, our faith begins to grow and develop stronger, and we learn how to please God and be overcomers. We've saved you a seat right in the front here, and so we want you to get your Bible, get you something to take notes, and come on into the class and get ready to receive. No matter what is going on in your day, and no matter what kind of difficulty or challenge, the answer to it is a faith response. Through faith, we hear from God, we receive from Him, we please Him. Through faith, we're able to successfully resist the attacks of the enemy and overcome anything that might come against us. I know it sounds uh, all-inclusive, but it's just true. No matter what's happening, the correct response is faith. So let's, uh, let's release our faith to the Lord about direction and answers for right now. Let's pray and ask Him. Father, in Jesus' name, we are so grateful, we are so thankful that we can know You today. And we seek to please You. We seek to know Your will, to know Your ways, to know and understand Your words. We ask for direction for today and throughout these days and this week. We ask for Your guidance. We ask for answers, not from men's thinking, but from You, from the divine, from heaven. And we purpose not to be forgetful of it, but with your help to put it into practice and to be doers of it. And as surely as we act on what you say, miracles will transpire because you are so faithful to watch over your word and perform it. We ask it and we thank you for it. By faith, we thank you in advance for answers in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Well, let's get the textbook out. We just got the one textbook here in, uh, in faith school. But the great thing about this book, it's got all the answers. And uh, it'll be open book test. So you can just go straight to the answers and find them. Never a problem opening this book and looking for the answer. Go with me, please, uh, today to 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter. 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter. Now, we've been uh, going for weeks in faith school, and you can go back uh, to the archives and, and use the information on your screen and get all the previous lessons. And we've, we're building on what we've already uh, taught and studied, and so it would help you. In fact, if you want to do that right now, you can um, go back and uh, get caught up and and get the same foundation that we've had from the beginning. We talked about the importance of faith, why we should have faith. We've talked about what faith is. We, we begin to talk about how it uh, uh, is expressed. When you're in faith, you uh, seek the Lord and you expect a response and an answer. And uh, we began on our last week talking about uh, the expression of faith through words that work. And in 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter and the uh, 13th verse, 
2 Corinthians 4.13 says, We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken, we also believe and therefore speak. So he talks about the spirit of faith. And involved in that, he mentions believing and speaking. And faith involves not just one thing, not just believing. According to James 2, faith, if it has no doing, if it has no actions, it's uh, inactive, it's uh, inoperative, it's dead. So faith, in order to be living, it must, and functional and effective, there must be an expression of your faith. Not just something that you hold in your heart, it must be expressed, released. And uh, when you read in James 2, and he talks about faith without action is dead, the very next chapter, and of course this wasn't written in chapter and verse, but the very next chapter, verse chapter 3 in those verses, talks about the tongue. So he talks about faith without action is dead, and the very first action he talks about then is saying that our words uh, are like a rudder on a ship, our words are like a bit and bridle in a horse's mouth. We might say today our words are the steering wheel because the rudder you use to steer the ship, the bit and bridle you use to steer the horse, well, our words steer our life. Many have not known this or not believed it, but it is the truth. Our words steer our course. Notice again, he said in verse 13, he said, we having the same spirit of faith. The faith that we have as believers is um, a measure of God's own faith. It's the same kind of faith God himself has that he created the heavens and the earth with. It's, um, Romans says, God's given to every man a measure of faith. And this faith is his own from him well, the way he functions and operates in it from Genesis, he said, let there be, and there was. He has released his words, excuse me, his faith through his words. He believed and he spoke. He believed and he commanded and it was done. It became. Creative power was released through faith-filled words. This is not just a religious phrase. This is how the universe was created. This is how the planet we're on was created. Faith-filled words released creative power. And like Hebrews 11 talks about the things that are now seen, they're made up of things that you can't see. In fact, uh, in verse 13, he's talking about the spirit of faith, but if you look down just a few verses below here in verse 18, 18 it says, 
while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Faith deals with the unseen. And if you speak faith words, you speak to things that are not seen. Now this seems strange to people who don't understand uh, spiritual things or, or the Word or fellowship with God. But we know Jesus spoke to the wind and waves. He spoke to uh, uh, trees. He spoke to fevers. <laughs> Do you remember in reading the Scripture that uh, the Bible said that Peter's mother-in-law had a, was sick with a great fever. Uh, one translation brings out that she was delirious. She was in really bad shape. And, the, and they besought Jesus that he would come and minister to her. And the scripture said that he came and stood over Peter's mother-in-law. And the scripture said he rebuked the fever. I know uh, in reading that for some time, I, I didn't notice that he was speaking to the fever. And on the particular time that I did notice it, I thought, now hold on. Jesus is not praying for Peter's mother-in-law. He's not praying to the father. He's not asking the father to do something for Peter's mother-in-law. He's not speaking to Peter's mother-in-law. It said he rebuked the fever. And so then I thought, can a fever hear? <laughs> He's talking to a fever. See, most people don't, they don't think like that in our generation. Speaking to a fever. And so I read the next part. It said, and it left her. I thought, all right. Fevers can hear. <laughs> he spoke to the fever. He rebuked the fever. And it left her. And then I got stirred up. I thought, if fevers can hear, uh, inflammation can hear, heart problems can hear, infections can hear, and you begin to see how Jesus operated, and he's, he's calling us to function and operate like he did. He said, if you believe on me, the works I do, you'll do also. Greater works than these shall you do, because I go to the Father. So if we walk by faith, we will be continually speaking to things that are not seen. We'll be releasing faith, affecting things that are not seen, which in turn affects things that are seen. God didn't wait until there was light and then said, there it is. <laughs> it was him saying, light be that changed something in the realm you couldn't see and then light was in the realm you could see. This is how faith works. You remember Hebrews 11.1. 1. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things what? Not seen. Not seen. Not seen. And so uh, we were there in 2 Corinthians 4.18. 
We look not at the things that are seen, but the things that are not seen. Just a few verses over, chapter 5 and verse 7 repeats the idea. says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. If you only walk by sight, then you're only talking about things that you see. And everything you see has already happened. It's already come into being. And so if you only talk and refer up to things that you see, you're always late. You're always, you're not changing anything, you're just reacting and responding to what has already happened. But God has created us in His own likeness and image. He has created us speaking spirits like Himself with the ability to choose what we believe and choose our own words and speak faith-filled words, not based on anything we see. It, it hasn't happened yet in the natural, but we don't wait until something has already happened and go, there it is. We learn to begin to operate like our Father and speak it into being. Romans says that, you know, Abraham acted like the father and he called those things that be not as though they were. Now, again, I know this sounds strange to folks that have not heard it, but I'm not making this up. I've been quoting scripture the whole time. <laughs> this is how God, our father, has always operated. He doesn't wait till he sees it and goes, oh, there it is. Not just reactive. He creates by speaking things you can't see that transform things you can see. Let's read it again. Verse 18, while we look not at the things that are seen. Again, if all we look at and all we focus on, all we think about, all we talk about is what we can see and hear and feel, we're always late. <laughs> this, that's already happened. We're not changing anything. We're just reacting, which does nothing to change the situation. If you're feeling something that's bad, if you're experiencing something that's uncomfortable, just being upset about it and crying about it and complaining about it is not going to change it. You want to do something that'll change it. And in order to do that, you have to forget what you're seeing, forget what you're feeling, and speak what you want it to be. Speak what the Lord tells us it can be and is supposed to be. Not what I'm seeing, but calling those things that be not as though they were. Just like God does. Just like God does. Light be. If your kidneys are not working right, if your lungs are congested and not working right, if your eyes or your heads get a terrible headache, you can go around going, oh man, I've got the worst headache. Oh man, my head's pounding. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Well, that already is. <laughs> You're not changing a thing. You're just reacting and responding and actually 
confirming. You're confirming with your words what already is. Because your head's pounding, so what are you saying? I confirm it. My head is pounding. Oh, man, my head is pounding. My head is pounding. But if you really believed in the power of your words, you, nobody could twist your arm and make you say, my head is pounding. You would want to say something that would change it. So you're going to speak to something that you can't see and you can't feel and is not yet in the natural. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hoped for is expectation. It's, it's future. It is the evidence of things not seen. So faith is speaking that which is not yet in the natural and that which is not seen. But it's calling it as though it already was. You're not saying that you feel that way. You're not saying that you look that way. But you're speaking to it to change it. So if your head's pounding, the thing to do would be to say, head, I call you healed. <laughs> Brain, I speak to you. Be normal. Be perfect. Now that, that sounds strange to people that have never done it, but it's how God always operates. And if you study the scriptures, you'll see that people who learned how to follow him, they operated the same way. In fact, in the Old Testament, we have an account of a man one day in the middle of the battle. He looked up and said, son, stand still. And it did <laughs> for hours and hours and hours. Now there are people who scoff and say, how could that happen? How could Because the one who created all of the orbits and the stars can control them, adjust them, change them. We're not limited to what we see and feel. We're spirits. God is spirit. There's a whole realm of the unseen. And all the seen came out of the unseen realm. So it shouldn't be surprising that if it came out of the unseen realm, it could be changed by speaking things in the unseen realm. Notice in verse 13, 2 Corinthians 4.13 says, We having the same spirit of faith. Same spirit as, as whom? Well, the same spirit of faith as the patriarchs. Faith is not something new. Faith's been around since God, who's been around forever. <laughs> faith is how he functions and operates. So it's the same spirit of faith as we see Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph. If you go through Hebrews 11 and read all those great exploits and miracles that happen in people's lives, we've got not a different kind of faith, the same spirit of faith as all these great patriarchs, men and women in the Bible we read about, including Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Paul, Peter, Jesus himself, we've got a measure of the same kind of faith that the master himself functions and operates in. And in that 
that same kind of faith. Notice it said spirit of faith. Faith is not mental. It didn't, it didn't just say the knowledge of faith. Faith is beyond intellect. Faith is bigger than mind. Faith is not knowledge. You can know about, technically about faith and actually have very little faith. By contrast, you can know very little about how to explain faith and yet have strong faith in your heart concerning a situation. Everybody said out loud, spirit of faith. Spirit of faith. faith. And where the spirit of faith is concerned, it's good to be around people of faith. Because just like if you're around depressed people that have a spirit of heaviness, spirit of, uh, of depression and heaviness, well, if you don't influence them, they can influence you. That spirit of depression, can, you can wind up yielding to it, and next thing you know, you're depressed. Negative. Spirit of fear, the Bible talks about. God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. But you're around somebody that's always full of fear, always talking fear. I'm afraid of this going to happen. I'm afraid that's going to happen. I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. If you're around that, you wind up yielding to it. That spirit of fear can influence you. Well, likewise, the spirit of faith can influence you. That's why you need uh, faith buddies. You need to go to a good church that preaches faith real strong. And you need to get, soak in that environment. And, and maybe if the day that your faith is a little low and a little weak, you can come in and rub shoulders with people that's faith is real strong. And, and uh, uh, their faith can, their spirit of faith can influence you and affect you. And then that's not the end. You get built up in faith and you influence people. You come to work and people are griping and complaining and you don't. And when they finally want to know what you think, you can say a handful of words, and if they're full of faith, it can just quicken them. It can just bring a spark to them. It can encourage them. The spirit of faith is not just knowledge. You sense it. Uh, the scripture said that the victory that overcomes the world is even our faith. And so you could say it like this, the spirit of faith is the spirit of victory. It's the spirit of the overcomer. It's the spirit of the uh, more than being more than a conqueror. Well, the spirit of, of, of fear is a spirit of cowardice and the spirit of pulling back and, and quitting and, and laying down. The spirit of God that's in us, the greater one that's in us, is not the spirit of cowardice. He's not the weak one. He's not the scared one. He is the greater one. And if we allow him to influence us, it will, influence, it will fill us with the spirit of faith. Friends, it's a choice. Every day when we wake up, there are things you can think about and talk about that are negative. You can talk about what you don't know. You can talk about what you don't understand. You can talk about 
all the bad things you feel. You can talk about all the bad things anybody's done to you. You can talk about what you don't have, what you want, what you need, but you don't have. You can talk about where you can't go, what you can't do, and you won't have a spirit of faith. You'll have a spirit of defeat. And if other people are doing the same thing, it just compounds and gets worse. But if you're a child of God and your name's written in the Lamb's book of life, there are many benefits that you have and should be enjoying. And if anything's not right, you know the one that can help you get it right. But you've got to give him something to work with. You've got to not yield to the spirit of fear and the spirit of depression and the spirit of defeat. We must yield to the spirit of faith, which is the spirit of victory. And even though you feel like one old country guy said, he said, I felt like 40 miles of muddy road. I felt lower than a snake's belly in a wagon rut. (laughs) Well, that's pretty low. But just because you feel bad doesn't mean you have to talk bad. This is the secret to having an overcoming life. You can feel sick and talk healing. You can feel and, and experience broke, uh, you know, lack, but you can speak abundance. You can experience uh, feelings of depression and fear, but you can speak strength and victory. And if we will speak faith-filled words from the heart, our great high priest, Jesus, who's in the heavens at the right hand of majesty, He works with our words. Hebrew says he is the high priest of our confession. The moment we begin to decree and say what he says, no matter how it looks or how it feels, heaven gets involved with earth. And the high priest of our confession backs up, begin what we say. Remember this, he said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. There is that earth-heaven connection. If we'll give the Lord something to work with on the earth, agreeing with his words, speaking faith-filled words, he will back it and empower it from heaven. This is how heaven gets involved with earth. Now the enemy wants to keep us down all the time, but the great thing about it, you don't have to feel wonderful to speak wonderful. You don't have to feel, you know, rich to speak rich. You don't have to feel healed to speak healed. Come on, everybody say it out loud. I call my body healed. I call my finances blessed. I call my mind sound. I call my life victorious. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Well, we're, we're finished with another class. That would seem to go by pretty quick today, didn't it? With another class. Friends, don't let this be the end of what we're talking about. Watch your mouth all day long, all night long. Only speak faith-filled words that agree with what he has said. Hallelujah. Till next time, we live by faith, we walk by faith, we overcome this world by faith, we're strong in faith, giving glory to God.